Hey everybody, Jimmy Warren here for Guitar Talk at guitartalkofficial.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of Guitar Talk, which you can catch across all streaming services and in unedited video form at gttv at guitartalkofficial.com. Become a subscriber, $4.99 a month, get exclusive unedited video content, plus bonus content, behind the scenes content, all kinds of great stuff. Now, we have, uh, it's a bucket list show for me today. You know, I've had the opportunity over the past 30 years to know and hang around and play with and meet and have lunch with and a variety of other things with some of the greatest guitar players in the world. Bucket list for me is somebody that I've never spoken to before, but I have always wanted to spend some time with. And today we are hitting one of those bucket list names. And today my guest is the one and only Eric Johnson. That's right, Eric Johnson is on Guitar Talk today. Uh, man, it starts off with a little bit of tribute to Jeff Beck, of course, uh, since he was such a huge influence to Eric like he was to so many. But this episode is Guitar Player Gold. There's some really, really good stuff in here. You're really going to enjoy this show. Uh, this program today is brought to you by Burke's Guitars. Custom-made guitars made in the USA at an affordable price that any player can play. I actually play a Burke's guitar. You can find out more at Burke's Guitar USA. Also, we are uh, being brought to you by Go Pedal Boards. It's gopedalboards.com. Man, they're bringing, you know, today's technology into old school analog and making it so that you have everything that you need right there on your board. So check them out at gopedalboards.com. Now, you know what? I'm not going to give any more introduction into Eric Johnson. We all know who he is. We all know that he's one of the greatest players in the world. We know how amazing he is. Super, super uh, nice guy. Very gracious you're going to enjoy this. So do yourself a favor, sit down, put your feet up, get yourself a beverage. You're going to want something to drink during this and uh, enjoy this conversation with the one and only Eric Johnson right here on Guitar Talk. Great. All right. There we go. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, you're welcome. Do you have a bucket list? A bucket list? uh wow yeah just to you know get myself together and kind of become a more considerate human being that's number one yeah uh and then maybe uh through that try to play better music you know turn people on yeah, yeah. well just so you just so you know this conversation is a part of my bucket list Oh, well, geez. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. You say that, you you know, you say that it just makes me think of Jeff Beck, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was, that's a, that's a real, uh, you know, that's a real sad thing for, for musicians and guitar players and music lovers all over the world. It's just hard to come. I mean, it's like, he's so much a part of, <clears throat> The guitar thing you know you just think that you think these things are going to go on forever just as they are you know yeah where where are you located uh, i'm outside of chicago okay yeah 
Yeah. And I'm guessing you're probably still in Texas. I am. I'm uh, <laughs> uh, in, Yeah, I am. Every, everybody wants to, every musician either wants to go to Austin or, or Nashville. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, you've, you've, uh, you know, you've influenced just a ton of players over the time that you've been, you know, making music. And, uh, you know, as I do this show for the last four years, you're one of the people that everybody wants to to hear and see on the show because you're you're such a huge influence. We just talked about Jeff Beck, but the truth is, you know, you're just as influential to a lot of people. And so I'm really curious, Eric, as to what are some of the things that you did in the formative days of developing Eric Johnson that have made you the player that you are right now? Well, you know, I, I guess the one distinction I like to say is, you know, when Jeff started, he, he invented everything. He yeah. had no, he had nobody to resort to. I mean, he, there was of course, you know, uh, uh, Link Ray and, um, um, you know, the, uh, you know, some of the rockabilly bands and, and, uh, Les Paul and, and it's, I mean, he had, but, but as far as rock guitar, he had, he was an innovator and, and, and he, he, had to create it from from scratch and i think that that is the honorable distinction between him and maybe someone like me you know i was fortunate i came along where there was a lot of library books to look at you know and and kind of create your own your own thing so i i can in a lot of ways i i can't put myself in the in the uh you know the the where i uh the same position i would say somebody like jeff or Jimi hendrix by any stretch but you know as far as what i did you know i just there was so many different you know my dad my whole family but my dad he loved so many types of music i remember being a little kid and we'd listen to just classical music and jazz and country and and uh broadway stuff and and i i guess it'll early age I just I, I developed an appreciation for any kind of music that was good regardless of what type it was so I guess when I started playing guitar I just kind of listened to different styles and at some point I just kind of started picking from all these different styles and trying to create my own sound and my own playing from uh, you know like there's a lot of steel guitar players I love the way they pick the strings and, and you just hear this kind of sound come up you know and and uh, I love the way Keith Richards plays that rock rhythm. And of course, Hendrix and Beck, the way they play Leeds and Clapton and, or the way John McLaughlin plays these beautiful runs and, and or, you know, the way a violin player sounds, how can I get a little bit of that violin sound or cello sound in it? So it's just an amalgamation of a lot of different styles that I enjoy. Um, so the, the, the only originality that might, uh, surface from it is just the uh, the recipe of all the different things that I like, you know. Yeah. Now, would you say that you know, if somebody is is trying to develop their own sound, uh, that it's it's really important. It's vi it's it's really vital in order to do exactly what you say. Because some people grow up and they listen to, let's say rock music or hard rock music and that's pretty much all they listen to and so therefore when they're developing their own sound and their own style i mean it usually falls within within that 
but you know, being as diverse as you are, you know, saying that you listen to violin players and classic and all this stuff, wouldn't you say that that would be kind of something that every guitar player should really do, you know, in order to really create an original style and sound? I think that, um, yeah, uh, I think that you, you just, you go wherever your uh, joy of what you like, you know, and there'll be a certain, certain types of music or certain types of playing that you enjoy and you, you can inculcate that in what you do. I mean, some people just hear a sound in their head and they probably don't need to resort to a lot of exterior sounds and they just go for that. So I, I think it's different for all, all different folks, but um, I think, you know, um, you know, crystallizing what you like and then also just visualizing in your head the, the sound you want to try to achieve so that you have a, uh, you have a marker by which to travel to. You know, you, you kind of got to have a vision, a sonic vision of, of what, what you want. And then, and then you go for it, you know. Um, otherwise, you just kind of like uh, don't, don't have as much uh, direction in what you're doing, you know, and, and that, that kind of focuses you to, to improve your plan is to, to kind of, you know, put out there that milestone of what that, what that sound or that type of plan you're looking for. And then you just, you develop that. You know? Yeah. Would you say that it's harder for players today in order to, to stand out and be unique simply because it feels like to some degree everything's been done i know that's not true but you know that's just the way it feels well i think it might feel that way a little bit because there's been so many years and so many players you know it's yeah. just it's hard to to uh uh yeah so maybe the gap is narrowed a little bit but of course there's always a different different way to approach it and i think at the end of the day it's really about just your intention and your, 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 uh, you know, the authenticity of your, your, you know, your emotion in it, you know, and that's, what's going to breathe the real nuance of, of specialness in it, you know? Yeah. And so what, what about today for you, you know, like in the, in the formative years, you talk about all the influences and the things that you were picking from, do you say that you still do that today or, you know, I, I don't want to say Eric Johnson has arrived and he's just in a lane now, but some people, you know, after so many years are, are, I don't want to say going through the motions, but it kind of feels that way in, in, as opposed to, you know, the early days of when you're really developing yourself. So are you somebody that's trying to still work on Eric Johnson or, or do you feel like, and now I, I've got my sound, I've got my style, and so therefore I'm just going to make music? No, I think there, there for hopefully there's an element of just keep striving. Just always remaining a student is important. Um, there is, there is a, a risk as you go through the years and develop your own thing that you, get, you do kind of get in that lane and just do your thing. But uh, I think remaining open and trying to, to stay a student um, is important and um, allowing yourself the, the opportunity to just explore and, and experiment. Yeah. Now, is it difficult, you know, when you reach the level that you're at as a player and the success that you have, is it difficult to sustain that 
You know, it, I mean, are, is it really hard to to stay at that level, or does it feel like you know it just comes naturally now because you know we've already achieved you know so much? No, I think you have to to work at it. Uh, um, you have to work at it. Keep trying to write decent songs and keep your playing up and have you know new little little flares and and things about it. Uh, no, it's it, it continues to be work. I think, uh, um, but. Yeah, I, I guess there's different different uh, roads you can take on that. I, I want to, you know, keep it open, keep trying to grow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, one of the things that I, I think that makes a great guitar player is the fact that when their music comes on, when you hear them, regardless, you automatically know who it is. You can distinct the guitar sound and style automatically and i think that's one of the things that really makes a great guitar player stand out and you've achieved that you know because you have a distinct sound and a distinct style that's set apart from a lot of other people in that and so what was the process like in developing that for yourself because it is unique um well um i think it was you know i wanted i wanted the I wanted to pick the strings a certain way. I wanted to uh, use certain kind of vibrato. I wanted to uh, get a get a certain sound on the lead, a certain sound on my rhythm, certain sound on my clean tone. I think I just had a real definitive thing that I was going for, and then um, uh, you know, just just little things like you know, finger picking sometimes, using the pick sometimes. Um, uh, you know, doing doing uh, certain arpeggios or certain two or three notes at a time, just little things that I thought sounded nice. It, it was just a matter of um, following those those tendencies, um, and I guess it it resulted in my own my own kind of take on it. You know, yeah, it paid off. <laughs> you because your sound is is really unique now, but and it is distinct. You know, you just mentioned going from lead to rhythm. And that, and and once again, if I have my eyes closed and I hear your music, I mean, I I automatically know who it is. Whether it's just you playing a rhythm part or whether it's you playing a lead part, because it is really distinct. And so I'm I'm kind of curious as to did you, when it comes to developing your sound, did you spend a? I mean, you had to spend a lot of time, of course, but was it like? just trial and error, different pedals, different amps, different, you know, guitars, different things until you, you know, landed on exactly what you had in, you know, in your head. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's an interesting question because you can do that and you, there should be a, a an element of doing that, but you can go too far. And, you know, like I, I've, I've gone through periods where I've gone too far and kind of lost what i had you know what i mean it's so the, the electric guitar is a funny thing when you're running through amps and pedals you can stumble on something that's magnificent and it might not stay or you, you or you don't appreciate that it's an, a, a, a a real just uh special alchemy that's very you know beautiful and, and, and then the next day you hook it back up and go what happened you know but i think it's uh I think there's there's all in moderation, you know, you, you can develop a recipe and a certain template of gear that, you know, kind of works. But, you know, my advice to people is to to not go too deep or too 
far with it. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm, I was one of those guys, which I'm trying not to be now, you know, you, you order some incredible dessert and go, God, this is great. Will you bring me 10 more pieces? I want to eat them all right now. You know? <laughs> and so I would stumble on some kind of good guitar sound. Like, oh, this is great. Let me take it all apart and try to get it better, 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 better. And then it would, you know, like a house of cards fall apart, you know? So there's, I think that all in moderation, you, you, you use stuff, you, you, there's a, it's almost like sedimentary levels. You go so deep and then you go, that's it. I don't, don't go too deep because you go too deep and you, the, you, you start getting into the DNA or the chromosomes or looking too magnified. And that, that's not, that it just doesn't pay off. And if that makes any sense. So yeah, you, you find a type of sound you like, and then, and you kind of go with that. Um, the interesting thing about it is it's, you know, I mean, I, I play acoustic and, and I play a little piano too. And it's like, for the most part, whenever I sit at the piano, the acoustic, it's kind of the same all the time. It is what it is where the electric guitar is weird. It's like, what happened? It's, you know what I mean? It's, it's really, it's like a wild stallion sound wise, you know, and it, you know, it's sometimes it's more than the sound because if the sound's not right, it will affect the way you play it, the picking won't work right. You know what I mean? So you kind of, sometimes you need that sound to be right to implement and facilitate the musicality, but uh, it's not a perfect science with the electric guitar by any stretch. So you have, I think kind of rolling with it is a good thing. You know? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, when you get to the place to where uh, there are so many patches out there, you know, emulating your sound and your style really, you know, kind of puts the stamp of, you know, I've accomplished something pretty cool here, you know, which, which you've managed to do, you know, once again. So what's your routine like now as a guitar player? I know in the early days, people are, you know, playing as much as they possibly can. They always got their hand on the instrument, trying to develop in, in, you know, mold themselves into, you know, who they want to be. But now that you're an established player, you've been around for quite a while now, do you have a routine? Are you a guy that still sets aside time to just spend with the instrument and with your sound in that or? Yeah, still yeah. am. Yeah. I, I think with me, I kind of have to, cause um, uh, I have to kind of stay in shape and keep it together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well you do you do do some uh uh acrobatics on the guitar quite a bit with uh some of the you know leads and stuff like that and even the chord progressions that you do are mm. are really out there mm. well, <laughs> so you got you released two albums this year in that and you're getting ready to go out on tour to uh, for both of those albums i think your tour starts in february correct uh -huh. yeah so one of the things that i found interesting was that in putting the albums together you went kind of back through the the archives of eric johnson uh -huh. that you had a, a variety of different stuff and uh in that and that's got to be hard because over the years you've had to have have an archive of just just a ton a slew of yeah them. yeah there's a lot of stuff in there and it's interesting and sometimes you know years you know i would think oh i don't really like this i'll put it away and then later on you bring it back i would go well that's fine let's just use that you know yeah yeah kind of an interesting observation to find some of these songs and stuff yeah so you so you did this during the uh you know the 
the vacation, as you called it, correct? The vacation of, of the, the lockdown in that. And so uh, did you, uh, was it during that, during that time that you did all the recording too, or is some of the recording recent as well up leading up to the. Oh yeah. I'd say there was seven or eight songs that were recent recordings and the yeah. rest of it was older recordings that I overdubbed too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well that's pretty interesting yeah. yeah so uh what's the plans you know uh going forward i mean you got the tour coming up you know after the tour are you going to go back in the studio and release another album or you say well i've already got no two. i'd like to um i have uh some uh master class stuff to do this summer but um i would like to start on some new recordings yeah and then I might do some more touring in the fall yeah. Do you plan on doing any more shows? Because I know you've done shows, if I'm correct, just on piano. Oh, not just on piano. Well, piano and acoustic guitar. Yeah, but, acoustic. Um, yeah, this this next tour that's coming up, the first set's going to be with the band acoustic, and then the second set will be electric. Wow. Yeah. That's going to be nice. That's going to be really, really, really nice. And so will you do just the songs off the two albums? Or are you going to do stuff from the past as well? I'm going to do stuff from the past and the new the new record and um, some brand new stuff that I haven't recorded yet. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, because yeah, you can't get past certain songs, like right. You can't get past an audience isn't going to let you not do Cliffs of Dover. Yeah, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to yeah, have to do that one. So, do you get tired of doing you know some of the songs that you've been doing you know for for that long or? Well, I go through periods, sometimes no, and then sometimes yes, you know. Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, Eric, it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Or you too. Thank you. You're an amazing player. You're, uh, I've seen you, I can't even tell you how many times. I'll probably see you on this tour as well. So well, I hope so. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. But I appreciate you giving me this time. And oh, you're welcome. My wish you, wish you all the success on the tour. Well, thank you. Well, hopefully we'll see you on the tour then. That'd be great. You take care. Okay. okay. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Um, okay. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Eric Johnson. Man, what a great, great uh, guest he was. I really appreciate uh, him uh, participating. So hats off to Eric. Thank you very much. Of course, do yourself a favor, follow him, you know, get his new albums uh, follow him on tour, do whatever you can to support him because he deserves it. Next week, man, we're taking a dive, man. We're doing it. Ted Nugent is on the program next week. That's right. The Nuge. Uncle Ted. <laughs> Motor City Madman. Whatever you want to call him, Ted Nugent's on the show. And uh, believe it or not, it's an amazing episode. It was a great conversation about music and guitars. You're going to love it. So tune in next week when my guest is the one and only Ted Nugent. Until then, I'm Jimmy Warren. Thank you so much for tuning in to Guitar Talk. We'll see you around.